If you consume any amount of YouTube content, or even if you watch or shop on Amazon rather, then you would have seen that Amazon where you usually shop now has videos and has had it for some time. And that YouTube where you usually would watch videos has now introduced shopping. And maybe you've even bought some stuff from there. Well, now you can do both on both platforms, both shop and watch videos, but YouTube has rolled out its shoppable videos on the platform and they have introduced, uh, where they have an affiliate program through YouTube. So you no longer need to sign up for a bunch of individual affiliate programs. You can just work with YouTube, but some stuff that most people aren't really paying attention to with this, some reasons why you may want to play the field a little bit different when it comes to the affiliate program side of things, but let's dive into it for this week's episode of the Video Simplified Podcast. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Video Simplified Podcast, where I help you simplify the video creation process to help you reach wider and connect deeper with the people that need you the most. From learning to use your camera to simplifying video strategies to help you grow your brand and share your vision using video. So let's jump right into today's episode. What is up entrepreneurs? Welcome back to the Video Simplified Podcast with me, your hostess, the mostess, Diana Gladney. This week we are talking about some news updates that recently uh, have come out about YouTube shopping program. If you don't know what this is, that basically on YouTube and even whether you're on YouTube shorts, this is not where we're uh, talking about ads. Obviously you've been able to click and buy through ads for forever, but when you are watching a regular YouTube video, if the creator decides to link to a specific product, like I talk about cameras right now, I have the Sony a6700 in my hand, if you're watching a video version of this podcast. And so at the time now that I'm talking about it, I could now have a little chiclet pop up in the bottom left of the screen. That is like a buy or shop now button through YouTube's affiliate program. And depending on what store I pick, which there are tons of new stores signing up or being approved for this, um, like nobody's business. So you have a lot of different options. The benefit with that is that you also have a lot of different payout rates um, that you could use and select from. The difference is where most of us have been using Amazon affiliates or depending on your niche, you would probably work with a specific company, a software company, or a specific store like VNH photo video, or like I said, software, like we use Ecamm live for all of our videos that we're doing, especially like this, use the promo code Diana number two M O S to get two months off, uh, or two months for free, a free trial for Ecamm live, not two months off. You get two months for a free trial. So see how I plug that in right there. If Ecamm was a part of YouTube's affiliate thing, I don't know how they're doing it for services. I've not seen that or even searched for anything yet, but let's say I could, then I could select Ecamm and select my, maybe my specific thing, or at least to the website. And then somebody clicks and they go over there and do their business shopping. Well, like I said, that's great because a lot of people buy and we'll get into some of the numbers and what that actually looks like in real life if you're doing this stuff, but it's not all sugar coated and, and great, uh, if you, if you will. So the benefit that recently came out is the ability to add timestamps to when you're saying something as I just described. So that's a new feature that's coming. I've not seen this yet. Uh, I've heard of them experimenting more with the shoppable feature on the TV, as well as on shorts, uh, on mobile but I've not seen it where it's timed. And honestly, mobile is kind of weird because it's 60 seconds or less. And that's not really almost enough time to kind of 
wait and it only be right at the 30 second mark or whatever because it, it all shorts vary like and it's such a small time frame so it's kind of weird to see if they may do it that way but that is a, a possibility and an option now youtube's affiliate marketing program uh, is trying to compete with amazon affiliates where not only do you get the benefit of whatever that person is buying that specific thing that you link to. So let's say I link to the book bag that I use, um, or I could link to that bag that I'm little sling bag that I like to use back there on my sofa. Okay. Well, they may not only get that. Let's say they get some bar soap for the house. Let's say they also get a microphone that I've recommended. Let's say that they forget. And they was like, Oh yeah, by the way, I need, um, some new socks <laughs> that I like, uh, for a trip or whatever, just because, and so I not only get paid on that, but I get paid on everything else that they bought within that 72 hour period, as long as like I was the last one that they clicked on. And a lot of times that's the case. When people are in a shopping behavior, they're ready to do business right now. So I wanna link over to the um, blog post that I found on TubeFilter covering uh, this specific thing. Cause I think for a lot of people, this is gonna be a big deal. So TubeFilter has a blog post that says YouTube prepares for holiday season with new features for shoppable videos. And as you can see, if you're watching the video version uh, of this episode, when you go through your video after you've uploaded it, you can pick the specific timestamp where this product should come up. You cannot choose where, it's always gonna be in the lower left third of the video, but you can choose the what. Now, when you go in and to select what specific product it is, It'll be from whatever available stores that there is based on that. And so the article is reading as such, uh, your fans could be shopping right now, wrote YouTube team member Jesse in a post that introduces the platform's new feature to facilitate conversions that originate from its videos. YouTube is making sure that retail links pop up at the most appropriate times. And so creators who share shoppable videos can timestamp those links via the YouTube studio and precise link timing will prompt viewers to buy the specific items as they appear on the screen. Now, I think this is a double-edged sword because this is a pause and it depends on how YouTube handles this on their end. I'm not sure yet. I've been testing this. I've not seen any noticeable results uh, as well as something else I'll talk about in a second, but I'm watching this and I'm testing it. So you'll see this come up in my regular YouTube videos on the main channel. But it could be a double-edged sword because one of the main things that YouTube cares about is watch time based on somebody's viewing behavior on their platform we know that they're watching the video they see the thumbnail they click the thumbnail based on their interests pain points likes whatever they click on the video they start watching now we have something that comes up that they now can shop unless you have your auto fills and your card saved and all that stuff which most people kind of do to a point at least like their basic details and stuff so they don't have to keep entering that stuff in Okay, you click that stuff in. Now, if it pauses the video or they decide to pause the video because they say, yes, this is exactly what I've been looking for. I want it, I need it, blah, blah, blah. How does that impact them leaving the platform? Because that's exactly what's happening. They have to leave the platform to complete this purchase to a point or at least it detracts from the video temporarily for them to check out. What if they don't come back? Because YouTube was really big on giving you a little bit of a, 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 a tap on the hand if you sent people away, which is why it's constantly taught on YouTube 
don't link away to something in every single video. Well, if you are a tech creator like me or tech focus creator, then then what? Everything includes some kind of a something even specific to the stuff that I just use. Like any video that's at my desk, I'm using the Shure SM7B guaranteed. Uh, anytime it's going to be my now going to be my Sony ZV-E1 or my 35 millimeter f1.8 lens. Um, or I'm using a Vocaster 2, the Loop Deck Live. I can link to all the things that I'm using in the actual video. So if somebody says based on a topic that I'm making that they want to buy all my stuff, the difference in the problem is a little bit. They don't get to get it all from the same store because it may not all be the same percentages at least for uh, what you would get paid per purchase or per item or whatever the case is. Uh, I don't know if it adds it all to cart if, let's say, Adorama is one store that's there for a lot of tech stuff, especially camera-specific stuff. So I don't know if I link to a microphone and I link to a camera and I link to a computer, if it'll add all those things to cart for them to check out at the same time or it makes them kind of jump back and forth before it continuously keeps adding stuff to cart. I'm not sure how that works um, because it's a, again, it's a little bit of a disruption. What if that person doesn't come at to the video right away? They buy the stuff, they're super amped. They like, okay, I know I, I need it. I got it, whatever I bought it. I'm ready to move on to the next video. Okay, with Amazon, it's kind of the same thing, kind of. So I wanted to see like, what's the good and the bad of, like that's the good and the bad with the, shopping experience from a creator side, but from a financial side, what does that look like? Potentially, allegedly, <laughs> not only do you get various percentages per store. So target, I think is one where with certain tech things I've not seen, I've seen where it's like 0%. And I'm like, definitely not picking that because you also are playing with, um, is this something that is something that's trustworthy, a store that, that they feel confident in buying from. Target, yes. Adorama, yes. Some of these other sites, like, it depends on the person. I don't know anybody that buys from like newegg.com or whatever. But if I link that, it's like, I don't feel comfortable buying from there, but I will buy it from Amazon. Or I will buy it from like, even Walmart's available, but you'll see it's from different sellers that just list their stuff on Walmart, which is weird. But all these different stores have different percentages. So let's say I get a better percentage at Target, just for example, or let's say I get nothing, zero percentage at Target, because that's usually been the case. And at Arama, uh, it's usually 4.5%. And then let's say at Walmart or something, then or, or Sears even, I don't know. Let's say those stores were listed and uh, it is 2%, you know, there. Okay, well, if I'm also trying to think not just for the best experience for the purchaser, the person I'm recommend, I'm putting my name behind for this person to buy something from the, a lot of that purchasing experience of what somebody buys, it is based off of you. So you get a lot of people like <laughs> when I switched from Canon to Sony, a lot of people complain, I bought my Canon M50 because of you. Now you didn't went to Sony. Yes, I did. <laughs> it's like you buy based on what works for you, what you think will work. And yeah, sometimes based off of what you, who you're learning from, who you admire, whatever, what they're using. That's great. Just because I switched don't mean your stuff is bad anymore. So let's say you got, the old, you got the old thing and I'm recommending some new thing. Okay, well, that person's buying experience, they do relay a lot of stuff on that creator. I can tell you 
just all kinds of experiences of, of that happening all the time. Or a new thing comes out and people are wondering, is my existing model uh, that was the previous model still worth having or worth keeping or whatever? So a lot, there's a lot of social pressure for the creator that is recommending the things. But if I'm also thinking about this from a financial standpoint, if I'm only linking to the things that pay me the best, that means they got to shop at four different stores potentially or more in order for them to get the same thing, which they may not do. Now, here's the one thing that Amazon does that YouTube can't compete with. I can get everything and then some from the same space. I probably have done business with them already, so it's going to be a faster checkout experience because your information is likely saved on the platform. And Amazon has a one-click shopping, one-click export. You can use the ALEXA person as well as some of those other AI tools in, or, or assistant tools to say add this to cart or order or reorder, you know, kind of a stuff. So you're not only getting your main needs met, but you're also getting those additional things. It's way easier for somebody to stay in that yes and buying behavior. That yes pattern is like, yes, 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 I want this or whatever. Ooh, this looks great. And you and Amazon has recommendations based on stuff that you buy. So, you know, it's like it's a, a much better buying experience. And financially, I think until YouTube figures this out, it's a much better financial situation for creators, for entrepreneurs. So let me take take you through the numbers of what I have pulled just for, for an example. So what I've seen, especially in the tech, it depends, I guess, on the thing. I do want to look up and see at some point what, because uh, we may revisit this as they get new updates out. So stay tuned for those episodes uh, that we just cover some kind of topic like this. So with YouTubes, you can get low to no affiliate income, depending on some source. I've seen anywhere from like 0% up to like 5%. I've not seen anything more than that. And again, this is based on my niche and industry. So let's say you recommend notebooks, journals, calendars. So let's say I do an episode on that. Then it may be, you know, where those things link to at 10 or 15%. So it varies, it definitely varies per store. But depending on what you recommend, it may not. This is how silly this is. I recommend a camera. I can get that on Adorama four and a half, four and a half percent but I can't find the lens. So literally this combination, I think I was putting in for something. It was the Sony a6700, the Sigma 10 to 18 f2.8 lens. Can't find it. Cannot find it to save my life from the same store. And so not only is it slowing me down because I have all of my stuff saved in a playbook where I can easily go and find those links. Plus I use rebrandly. I've been an ambassador rebrandly for years. So I can say, go to diana.link forward slash a6700 and it pulls up that camera, goes straight to Amazon. I could say, go to diana.link for slash vlogging lens or whatever, or lens or, you know, whatever the thing. And it goes specifically to that thing. Yeah, I could do redirect the links, but again, all of these may be a different store. So I did have to pick one different store for the lens or just choose not to list it. So everything can only come from one store. So I've only seen anywhere from like 0% up to three and maybe 5%, depending on what it is to say stick with Adorama at about four and a half percent. So with a camera like the A6700, it's a $1,400 camera. If somebody bought this uh, through YouTube at four and a half percent, to me, I would get back 63 bucks. It's not bad. But 
at the same time, you compare that to Amazon where I don't, I not only get the percentage on the item that I'm specifically linking to, but I also get other things. So again, thinking about this from the perspective of the person that is shopping, the perspective of the person that's on the keyboard back here shopping, doing the stuff, right? They are not only thinking the camera, they're thinking SD card, they're thinking the battery, they're thinking a UV filter to cover the lens if they want to keep it safe or a black pro mist filter. Um, they're thinking about an extra lens cap in case they lose it. They're thinking about the Falcom F38 plates that I've uh, started using. And so they may buy, number one, other stuff from my Amazon store or they may buy other stuff from my videos when they get into a viewing pattern of finding and searching things around stuff that makes sense. They may also buy other stuff that they just need around the house or things already sitting in their cart. Ask any woman over freaking the age of 18, how much stuff she have in her uh, save for later and how much stuff she have in her active cart ready to check out. Everybody has something. So I not only get paid on the thing I recommended, which literally could just be one thing, I get paid on everything else. So I went through uh, like a recent recent day, a couple days ago, and somebody bought a ZV, Sony ZV-E10. And I not only got, and that's $800 camera. So with Amazon, that's a 4.0 percentage commission. So a little bit less, so I get 32 bucks on that one. But at the same time, I got paid on everything else that that person bought and they linked to some stuff. I have no idea that like was in their cart that they bought all at once. <laughs> I have no idea what some of that stuff was. I've never recommended, I've never talked about it. I may recommend something similar and they said, mm, I need something else and they bought something else. I got paid on all of it. With YouTube, you would only get paid on the thing that you're recommending. So it's not as diverse and yes, you will get paid something and there's nothing wrong with having both. And what I've been doing is linking to both, which could, be a positive and a negative positive as in you have options as the shopper and you have multiple ways of getting paid for the people that feel comfortable shopping through YouTube. They can do that for the people that feel comfortable shopping in the description. That is the normal social behavior on YouTube. They can do that. So you have options, but the negative side of that is potentially confusing people of not knowing which would be better. Are there different prices? Is one discounted over the other one? And so you're, incre you're increasing their decision fatigue unnecessarily to the point for some videos, start looking through the YouTube shopping experience. And I see that I can't find everything through the same store. And it's more annoying for the shopper than it would be just a link to Amazon. And so I default to Amazon because even if, here's the other benefit YouTube don't have. If somebody clicked on my Amazon link, let's say they didn't buy what I recommended within 72 hours, whatever that they buy, like somebody bought dog food. I've never talked about dogs on my channel, not even as an example for anything. So if they buy something, I still get a kickback on that. I still make income based on that. That's not happening over at YouTube. Now, this is not to say like the program's bad or anything like that, but it is just to give some logical reasoning to like what makes sense on both sides of this equation. And obviously YouTube is, you know, getting the business and, you know, more honestly, uh, brand friendly because more companies want to listen. It's like, yeah, we want people to shop through there. And here's why I also put, put the numbers to look at, to see overall, I think long-term 
it may even out. And honestly, YouTube may come out ahead to a point. To a point, YouTube very well could come out ahead. So here's what the numbers are looking at. So I, I asked and I searched how many people shop on Amazon. All this stuff is coming from Google and their spec stuff. You put the same questions in, you'll probably get the same results. So that's a 2023, Amazon has over 310 million active users worldwide. This is almost as many shoppers as the entire population of the United States. Already right out the gate, <clears throat> it's a much better shopping experience to go to Amazon because it has everything. Everybody's already there. The social behavior or when I wanna buy something, it's already native to go to Amazon. It's hard to break a habit. It's really hard to break, break somebody's shopping habit. And here's the thing that's not quantifiable, their comfort. They're comfortable doing business there. They may be comfortable watching videos and making decisions based off the video, but right now they're comfortable shopping there. You know what I'm saying? So that's something to take into account. Also search how many people have an Amazon Prime account, because that's a big deal. As of August, 2023, Amazon has over 200 million Prime users globally. This number has doubled since 2017. Now I, have through my phone company where I get Amazon Prime free for the rest of my life that I have this phone number. So even if I wanted to use something else, I could still keep this line open just to have access to that. That is like a Google something drive or whatever stuff that I get. It's like hundred gigabytes or whatever. Bonus deal. And I was like, amazing. I'll never leave. <laughs> I'll never leave. So that alone gets me to do business with Amazon over anybody else. Why? I get every last prime benefit there is simply still by having what I already would have anyway, which is my phone company. So you got stuff like that where they partner with other brands, other businesses, so that you have stuff like that to almost guarantee the business. Super smart. Did another search Said how many people shop from YouTube said, according to a survey, and this was about 1400 ish, 14, a little over 1400 people said over 40% of global shoppers have purchased products. They discovered on YouTube, 68% of YouTube users watch YouTube to make a purchasing decision. So again, that social behavior is stuck. Like, yes, I want to watch the video. Yes. I want to watch the video on YouTube because other than something maybe like Pinterest that has like great search features and stuff and TikTok, everybody's comfortable there. Normal social behavior is YouTube. Also, they'll default to a YouTube video because of Google. You search for something, a YouTube video pulls up. Why? Google owns YouTube. So that social behavior is there and it's a normal social behavior for them to buy on Amazon because they're comfortable there. Lastly, question I asked was how many people use YouTube? So as of 2023, YouTube has more than 2.7 billion active users. This is more than a quarter of the world's population. <laughs> YouTube is the second most popular social media platform in the world after Facebook. This is the silver lining. It's just this little line right here. It has more than 2.7 billion active users. This is more than a quarter of the world's population. And you get a free YouTube account with every Gmail. So that's why it's specifying active. It is a big deal between just active and people that can have one. So the fact that that is a thing, YouTube very easily with minimal changes could easily start to overpower 
what Amazon potentially is doing, even with their addition of not only you get the Amazon income, affiliate income, but you have the Amazon shoppable videos that you get, that I get paid on both. Cause I make content for both where I, you know, recommend with one, make videos and get paid another. So I get paid twice. I get paid twice on the same thing. So like, yes, it's great to have both play in both arenas. But my recommendation would be to think about, you know, your people better than anybody else. Think about their social behaviors. Now you have to think about their shopping behaviors. And then, like I said, too, there are some things that are not necessarily quantifiable in some ways, maybe statistically or whatever, but and maybe it is. You can find some surveys on some stuff. Just search around. Just Google search it. What are your people's comfort level doing business at certain stores or certain locations? Where do they default to? Obviously, we can see a lot of people default to Amazon. But it does make sense for them to add in this shopping feature based on nearly every daggone person is watching and making buying decisions off of YouTube. And the fact that they have a crap ton of active users on the platform, it does make sense. But we do have to make the shopping experience make sense. So like I said, uh, YouTube is missing out on a few things that they need to change by, like I said, number one, better percentages. Percentages aren't bad necessarily compared to other stuff, whereas eh, it could be better compared to other companies. You can be getting 20, 30% affiliate income direct through the company. Recommend that in your description. Like people usually do. It's fine. Like I can put, we can have put on the screen, diana.link forward slash ecamm. And then you see that visually on the screen. You type that in. It's easy to remember, easy to type. And you type that in, you go and I get affiliate income based off of that way higher way higher than anything that YouTube is doing right now. So if they can get these companies to be more enticing with the affiliate income, especially as the program grows, number two, the data is already there for how many people are active on the platform and the social behavior for people to actually use YouTube for searching. If you're making a buying decision, it does make sense to go ahead and buy through the platform but make that buying experience enjoyable. So I'm curious to see how this is going to roll moving forward, uh, but it's very interesting times, uh, needless to say, with this affiliate income, like I said, you can get paid depending on how your people shop. And I would absolutely say watch to see what you learn through your platform and your channel and stuff like that. Uh, and definitely keep me updated if you decide that you just want to go and play in both of these spaces. I'm very, very curious to hear uh, how your experience has been and just how you shop even as a consumer. But that's where I'm gonna leave it for this week's episode of the Video Simplified Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, you got value out of the content, make sure you leave a rating or review. If you're listening, most of y'all listen through like the Apple Store or whatever it's called now, they keep changing the name, but iTunes Store is what I'm gonna call it. So leave a rating or review. But as I love to end all of my episodes, the winds of life blows on its all, but it is how you set your sails. So set your sails accordingly. With that, guys, a little passion. I'll see you on the next episode of the Video Simplified Podcast. Take care. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode, but the value doesn't stop there. For more in-depth trainings, courses, and growing your brand using video, join the Video Simplified community at videosimplified.live.